Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, founder of Purposefully Living, where your passion meets God's purpose. I believe God created you for a purpose. So why not purposefully live every day of your life by embracing your uniqueness and walking in the fullness of who Christ created you to be? Good morning, y'all. Good morning. So listen, um, good morning. It's Latrice Bartley with Purposefully Living. And I just felt led to come on and encourage someone. I know I didn't do Mindset Monday. And I have to be very honest with you. I am going to still post it. I recorded a simple message um, of encouragement that the Lord gave me and I forgot to upload it <laughs> and then I needed to attach something. So anyway, a lot happened and it didn't get uploaded, but it's okay because God is faithful. He's always doing more than one thing. And I just wanted to come for a moment and just encourage you. And I'm going to be honest, if you need to log off, that's fine. This is one of those, um, message of encouragement that I'm going to take my time. I always take my time, but I really want to take my time um, because really this blessed me first. All my messages blessed me, but this really blessed me first. Um, and transparently, I just want to share with someone what it looks like to get fit. I try to do this all the time because you know being fit is so important to me. And for those of you that maybe you'll just fall on the replay or you fall on this message of encouragement. I'm not talking about externally. I'm not talking about running down the street. It's a different type fit. I'm talking about being focused, intentional, and tenacious about God first, goal second. In other words, focusing on what? God's word, elevating it to the forefront of our mind, intentional action. We must be not just hearers of the word, but doers and tenaciousness, not giving up, not getting weary and well-doing, not being of those that draw back. And so if I be honest, I went to bed I'm just full transparency because I want you to know how raw and how real this word is for, for me that I'm delivering it to you. Um, I went to bed at 3 a.m. and I was working on a couple of things for um, what I'm going to be launching and I'll tell you about that in a little bit. But I remember just I'm in a season and I've said this several times where I am intentionally so undisciplined. Y'all have heard me talking about my scripture in Hebrews 12, but I want to be trained by discipline. I want to steward everything that God gives me well, whether it's a customer, whether it's his money, whether it's the gifts through my children, my marriage. I want to steward everything well because I recognize that I own nothing. You know, I own nothing. Everything I have belongs to him. And you don't get to ask for more when you don't do right with what you have. And so, but I'm also learning, right? Though I want to be a good steward over everything God gives me, I'm also learning that pace of grace, right? Um, because naturally, I have a high standard um, for myself and for anyone. I'm just being honest. I, I Excellence is the norm. I really believe in excellence. I want to do everything as unto God. I want to serve him well. And so I remember just waking up feeling 
a little of the things, you know, yeah, tired. I did sleep in, but just the competing deadlines, the competing things. I had website issues, just stuff happening. And I remember wanting to put my feet on the ground. And naturally, whenever I feel like that, I want to run. Running for me clears my head. It's a beautiful day in Florida. But just if I be very honest, Lord, I ain't gonna start crying. I feel like I'm gonna cry, but I, this is raw. I just want y'all to get this word raw. Um, I remember just sitting on the floor and just saying, I want you, you know, and I want you all to understand even through Mindset Monday or whenever you're teaching, right? Sometimes I don't have it all together, <laughs> you know? And so when I'm saying get fit, it is real that in his presence is everything you need. And so though I had competing deadlines, my website is acting up, I'm supposed to be launching something, I'm sending all these customers, how to, all the things, my babies are here, everything that I do, I do for my babies because I understand, again, I'm stewarding everything that God gives me. That's even my children. They are a gift from God, right? And so I got all the things going through. We, many of you know, I homeschool my three children. So I'm thinking, you know, I need to spend some time with them. I was going to Epic. And so I'm just being honest, the mommy, the wife, the boss, all the things are going. But y'all in that moment, I wanted to get on here and encourage you with this word, with how God encouraged me. And here's what I want you to know. It's it's a lifestyle for me. What does getting fit meant? My, I plopped myself on the floor and I just began to say, I want you, God. I want you like, you know, all my days before I ever lived one of them. You are not frantically putting together this Wednesday, you know. So the best thing that I can do is sit with you. I know I have deadlines. I know I'm supposed to make this video. I know, but nothing surpasses you because you know the best pathway for the day. And so I just began to cry out and I said, I hunger for your word, like feed me. What do I need? I'm trying not to cry, y'all. I'm trying not to mess up this makeup because I got to go somewhere. But I just wanted him to know. And I, so I want to start there. And that's why I said I wanted to take my time with this because sometimes we just, I don't know how to say it, but I think sometimes God is just like the extra. You know, he's the screenshot. He's, I'll pick him up, but he is the first. When I say God first, goal second, this is what it looks like for me. That There are real goals. There are real goals that I'm starting to boot camp. There are real goals that there's things that I have to do. Faith without works is dead. But even in that, he is the glue. He is the source. He knows how to turn right, turn left. Okay. And so I want to get to the encouragement. So I want to start there because for me at eight something this morning, though I had so many other things on my schedule, I canned it. And I said, you is where I start. I sit with you. And if I be honest for a while, I just sat there. I just sat there. And I just said, Holy Spirit, what do you have to say to me? And y'all, child, I ain't going to cry. I'm trying to hold it together. What I got as I sat there, I all of a sudden heard, I'm proud of you. That thing did something to me. Let me tell you something. In the presence of God, you will get encouragement. 
you will get hope and strength. And I am in your mind. I'm thinking, Lord, I feel like all the plates falling, but I heard I'm proud of you. And y'all, I began to, I just broke. And I just began to let them know all I want to do is steward well everything you get, whether it's a client, like I said, whether it's my marriage. And so as I then got up, I said, no, I'm not running today. I'm going to run in this word. And so as I began to get in the word, anytime I'm reading, I always say, Holy Spirit, open up the eyes of my understanding because I don't care how much I know, how many is another scripture, another time you can read one scripture and get 40 rev different revelations every time you read it. And so I began to say to God, Lord, I want you to open up my eyes so that I can see and hear what you want to say to me. And so as I did that. Y'all, this is what he gave me. And like I said, if you got the lock off, you can look at the replay, but I'm going to take my time. Today, I want to encourage you the courage to live free. The courage to live free. Oh my God, this is right where I am. The courage to live free. And it was just like one scripture just jumped out at me and I was like, <gasps> and I just started and it's like the Holy Spirit was just speaking and I was writing it for me. You know, I was kind of an online journal because I can't do the paper. Janelle going to beat me, but I can't. Um, I love journaling, but side note, it like, I love journaling, but here's the thing. I got like right now, 22 books with all the things and the way my, my brain set up, I be wanting to reflect on stuff. So then you trying to figure out what book you wrote, what in, mm -mm. so I online journal now, it, I got an online journal. I got a gratitude journal. Y'all listen, see, that's why y'all need me. I'll get you organized. So I, I got all my stuff in there so that I can search, right? And I, I fingerprint, listen, cause you ain't going to be getting in reading the prophecies that the Lord gave me my stuff fingerprinted, but I go in and that way I can search what God has said. Cause when I, I, you know, I can't find a book. Okay. But that ain't what I got on here to tell y'all. So the courage to live free. Okay, so y'all know me. I'm a, I'm a teacher at heart, so bear with me because this is important to getting this word of encouragement, how it blessed me. When God started just saying the courage to live free, courage is a word for me in this season. And this is what it is for me. In a season of prayer, God said it is going to be courage over clarity. Now hear me and let me explain what that word meant for me. When you think about naturally a babe, right? You think about test taking. When you go to school, and you were in the in the elementary or that kindergarten, right? The teacher's in the room, right? And so because they're little, whether it's kindergarten or those elementary years, they can ask questions. And they can say, and they'll come over and try to help them and say, now remember, they might even um, pronounce a word for them, right? Because of their age, their grade level. But as you go up, that test taking looks different. When you get in middle school, you know, you might can raise your hand for one thing and they'll come by and say something, but it's, it might be one thing. When you get into a senior and college, child, don't call them. Don't, don't call them. They like, what you want? You need a pencil or something? Cause they not answering any questions, right? Because though the test, the test giver is in the room, hear me. They right there with you. It's going to be courage. It sometimes you got to take the test and do that elimination. Okay, well, I know it's not this and this, but I'm a go. But here's the beautiful thing in Christ. Not only is he with you, but when you are walking by faith, God knows how to reroute you. So really, is there a wrong? Not when you're acknowledging him and you're moving. And so anyway, I say that, that for me, 
It is a season of courage over clarity because some things won't be clear. But courage goes in spite of. So here the definition of courage, because this is very important. Courage is the ability to do something that frightens one. Strength in the face of pain or grief. Act on one's beliefs. And simply put what I just said, courage keeps moving when the situation has not changed or may not change. All of these definitions were important when we're saying the courage to live free. Free from what? Free from you? Free from your thoughts? Free from your past? Free from, you know, doubting? Free. It's the ability to go in spite of. It's the ability to do it anyway, right? Knowing Y'all see my son up there. He he got the pee in the video. I told him, I said, I'm on video. Don't be coming down here. You, you see, he going to do it anyway. Uh, but it's the freedom, right, to do it. And so why is that so important? Because in this season, when I'm talking about the courage to live free, I don't want to get too ahead of me, but we have to silence the background noise of our own mind. Sometimes it's not other people, but we must know why I started out the way I did. Though I have competing deadlines, though I don't feel equipped, though I don't feel in some ways ready, I had everything going wrong. The best thing that I could do was sit in the presence of God. It was not to go ahead and work on the website. It was not to go ahead and call the clients. It was not to go ahead with my day. What was most important is to sit with Abba Father, who is a good God. He's a good daddy. He knows everything. And to say, I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, Lord, where am I at? And here is the beautiful thing. You don't have to lie in his presence. You get to be who you are. If you are scared, you are scared. If there is fear, there is fear. We just can't stay there. But one thing I love to say about God, when you are honest, he meets you where you are, but he takes you somewhere else. He never leave you. You ain't going to tell me that the Lord came in your life and you stay the same. No, not, not the God I serve. He's going to take you higher. So when I'm talking about courage to live free, it's all of those things. It's the ability to go. It's the ability to homeschool the children. And you like, like I barely got out of high school. And you want me to homeschool these kids? You know, I've been there. Like, Lord, I'm going to mess these kids up. And the Lord like, uh-uh, it's already in you. Because Psalms 139, 16 says that I knew all your days before you lived any, every one of them. Listen, he already knew. It's already done. We don't even know what's in us. He's already equipped us, but in the spirit, we get activated. I love to share this. Um, one of my favorite movies. It was so spiritual for me. My kids wanted us to watch. Oh, Lord. Now I'm getting ready to tell you, and I forgot the name of it. It wasn't the Littles, but it was, um, they have the, it's the little, the, the super, the superhero family. I can't think of their name right now. And so I remember watching this movie. My kids really wanted me to watch it. And the um, father was asleep. So the little baby, he out. Y'all going to think of it. I can't think of it. It's going to come to me. The little baby out chasing the rat or whatever it is. And the, the daddy's asleep. He don't even know. But they're all superhero family, right? So everybody has power. Of course, they're wanting their child to have power, but he's not showing anything. But when the dad wakes up and sees the kid running around, he runs out, you know, picks him up. But whatever happens, the kid did something and, and he showed his power, his superhero power. And the dad was like, oh, 
You know, like he, he has power too because they had never seen it. Y'all in that moment, it was like the downflow from the Holy Spirit because the Lord began to show me that's what it's like with you. You don't even know what's in you until you bring yourself to me and I unlock it and I activate it. Y'all, we don't know. That's why we must walk by the spirit of God. Sometimes we and hear me the courage to break free from your own thoughts. You're not your past. Yep, you made them mistakes. Yep, you did that. Yep, you was on the pole. Yep, you cracked. Yep, the alcohol. Yep, the, all of that. But that's not who you are. Your past does not redefine God's script. God's script never changed. Now, what he is faithful to do is reroute you back on his plan for your life. But you are not your past. And so sometimes it's disarming that. And we don't even realize who and what we have in us until we give ourselves to God, which is why I always challenge the person that says, well, listen, because here's the reality. You can have a great life outside of God. You can. I'm facing a lot. You can. But honey, you ain't tapped into what God really has until you yield to him. If you think you living, you don't even know your potential because you as his product must go back to the creator and say, what, what is the purpose of me? And only he can show you that. And I think about that. I'm trying not to get too off. I'm going to get back to my notes. I think about that with my law career. I've, I shared that with you all. Everything in my law, in my life was to be a corporate transactional attorney. That's everything. Listen, I am the one for the plan and the plan and the plan. If y'all ain't figured that out. I had that little crumpled up piece of paper. I probably still got it. I would check off thing year by year. I had one thing left to do. Apply for the LSAT. And I remember the Lord hearing the voice of God saying, you didn't ask me. And I thought, huh, okay, no problem. And I got on the floor. I remember had this leather chair was ripped in this tile. And I got on the floor and I prayed and I said, Lord, you know, I thank you for all that you've done through my life. And I'm just acknowledging you in all my ways, as you said in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, because you know what's best for me. Should I uh, make this, fill out this application, apply to law school? And he said no. And I would like to say, what now? I said, what? Oh, hold on. Lord, as you said, look, went back to repram. And he still said no. Y'all, by that point, I was the ugly cry. Like, I done did. And the Lord like, oh, okay. You thought that your business degree was for this you thought those 16 years for this you thought you don't have no idea what i'm gonna do with that but i had a choice to make right then hear me the courage to live free i had to choose in that moment do i follow my plan or do i with the unknown trust an all-knowing god and i chose god and what I found out is he said, girl, you thought you're speaking and you're writing because you ain't going to tell me I wasn't going to make history. I was going to pass some legislation. And the Lord like, girl, you thought that's what you was going to do? No, I'm, I, I had bigger. I'm giving you multiple businesses. I'm taking you around the world to speak. You writing books. You ain't just writing for no law. Come on. So we don't know. So when I'm talking about courage, it is the courage, y'all, to do what frightens us. It is the courage and the strength to go beyond. Now, we must define, if I'm talking about the courage to live free, free means no longer confined or imprisoned. That is so important because here's what the Lord began to show me with that this morning. To be imprisoned is to be held in a specific place. The very word means limitations. We serve a God who can do the impossible. 
And so when we're saying the courage to live free, to live free from limitations, y'all, do you know how powerful that is? And some of us are imprisoned in our mind. And this is what the Lord showed me. If you've ever, in one season, I was a court reporter, stenographer, the lady in court, I did that for 16 years. So I used to go take depositions in prison. And because I would have to, you know, uh, we would have to, maybe it was a trial or something going on. And I remember something about walking through those gates and hearing that double claim and that double claim. It was like, though I was free, I'm free. I'm just here to take your deposition. But y'all, it was like a reality. I can't get, like, y'all going to be right here when I get back, right? Because it's like, I can't get out unless <laughs> y'all, I'm free, but I'm confined. Hear me. And it was something about hearing those gates because you, if you were not the one in charge, you wasn't getting out. And then yet to see people walking right around the prisoners, but they're still confined. And what the Lord began to show me with some of us, myself included in one season of life, it's like Jesus, he did, he, through his resurrection, he freed us. It talks about in, in Colossians how he disarmed the enemy he like he sent him he freed us but what that looks like is what i say all the time in philip and um mindset monday philippians 2 and 5 let this mind be in you which was also in christ jesus let is a choice god jesus did the work but we have to choose to believe. We have to choose to receive the gift of salvation, the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so though we free, you can literally be sitting and think about it. The prisoner, they come and tell them, hey, judge reverse that you are free. They pull those gates back and he just sit there. And the Lord was showing me this morning. That's what many of us are like. He's freed us. Your past has no, it, it does not hold you. You are free. But we sitting there. And the fr they like, come get your stuff. We sitting there. Doors, the order has been put in. But we are not free. In our spirit, in our mind, and in our body. And God wants us to know today that it's, it takes courage to be free. We got to walk on up out of there. And here's the reality, y'all. When you think about a prisoner, when you think about, I've never been to prison, but though I have talked to many between either, you know, just having to depose them or things that happen, it takes courage. It takes courage to go back into society, knowing that they're going to be judged, that their past, the enemy is trying to kill. Though that freedom seems great, right? Like, wow, you're free. You, you can come back out. It's not always that easy because they've been confined more longer than, longer than they've been free. Hear me in the spirit. It's the same for us. Some of us was confined. We was in sin a long time. So this great freedom, it's like, wait, wait, I'm not, I'm not. My past don't define me. The mistakes that I did, they don't hold me. Wait, it takes a minute, which is why we must renew our mind through the word of God daily. Da I, I don't know about y'all that just get a screenshot to keep the devil away. I don't know what that is. I need to deep dive in the word of God. I mean, not always can I do it, but hear me. Your mind must be renewed just like that prisoner. Yes, they got a whole world, but they've been confused.
confined so long, so not having the freedom to go to here and to do there. First of all, the courage to just not get back in trouble, to not go back to their old ways. Hear me, because some of us, though we have not been to prison, we are walking prisoners. We are imprisoned to our mind. We are imprisoned in our marriage. We are imprisoned for the past mistakes. And God is saying to through me today, come on, I want you to live free because he has freed us. And so what does that look like? Just like for the prisoner, for some, it's overwhelming to be, to have that freedom. It's actually more comfortable to just be in prison because guess what? That's what they know. And so to learn something else, to infuse themselves, to go apply for that job, not knowing will they be denied because they're a felon or because of their past, that takes courage, right? To do something new. It's the same courage that it takes to sit in the presence of God. What if he don't speak, but what if he does? What if you do get direction? What if he unveils the next, next steps for your business, for your marriage, for your family? Hear me. And so the biggest and the most important thing you can do is to sit in the presence of God, to study his word, because his word is a lamp. And when you think about a lamp, it ain't a floodlight. It ain't like all the lights on. It's a lamp. But through the Holy Spirit, he makes it personal. And then we get a little bit more being, but you got to keep staying in there and say, okay, God. And that's what I did this morning. I said, okay, God, I know you told me to do this, but I'm feeling some type of way. And what I, I know is that you don't, your blessings don't add sorrow. So that just means I need to sit here. Listen, this website can wait. This backend can wait. These customers can, what I can do is talk to my dad who gave me the instructions. Hear me. So when we talk about this, 2 Corinthians 3 and 17 was so important. Y'all, all this scripture just gave me life. And so here's what it says. Such is the confidence and steadfast reliance and absolute trust that we have through Christ towards God. Oh my God, the courage to live free. How? Such is the confidence and steadfast reliance an absolute trust that we have through Christ toward God. Not that we are sufficiently qualified in ourselves to claim anything is coming from us, but our sufficiency and qualifications come from God. Y'all, that thing right there just did. I was like, I was in there crying. I said, Lord. Then it goes on and says, he has qualified us, making us sufficient as ministers of a new covenant of salvation through Christ. Not of the letter, of a written code, but of the spirit for the letter of the law kills by revealing sin and demanding obedience. Those works. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do this. Like what tried to happen this morning. Oh, I got to work up to God. Okay. No, no, no. Though I want to steward well, I, I operate in grace. I have grace. And so I get to sit and sit with my heavenly father who knows me inside and out. I'm his workmanship. I'm his masterpiece created in him for good works that he planned long ago. So if he already know to nothing about today is, is surprising him. I just got to sit and find out what he knows. Okay. So then as we go on, I just, now that wasn't the scripture, but I had to give y'all that because that was so good. Then we get to verse 12. Since we have such a glorious hope and confident expectation we speak with great courage. Come on, y'all. 
word, baby. Be happy, y'all. I be like, hey, come on, Jesus. Okay, y'all know I'm goofy. Okay, since we have such a glorious hope, hear me, and confident expectation, we speak with great courage. And then when we go down to 17, this is so important. Now, the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, emancipation from bondage, true freedom. Y'all, this was so important because that word just jumped out. Emancipation. Think about it. When we think about emancipation, we think about slavery. We think about the Emancipation Proclamation, right? Where the slaves were ordered to be free. Though its initial impact was limited, think about it. So many slaves didn't leave. They didn't leave their owners, right? So many of them, there was, it was, listen, it was a decree went out, but they did not Feel free. Some of them were not free in their mind. And here's what I love. When I looked it up, it says the Latin word combining the prefix E, meaning away, and massapare means to transfer ownership of. Y'all, transfer ownership. So when we're talking about emancipation, transfer ownership. Y'all, we can live light. We don't have to carry the bondage. We can courageously live free. It is the enemy that tries to weigh us down and condemn us. And But God convicts only to bring us higher, only to elevate us. So when we transfer ownership, listen, what is that thing? That's what I did this morning. I'm like, you gave me this business. You gave me these trips. But I'm, I'm feeling like I ain't feeling free. <laughs> I'm, my mind going all over. And so... Get fit says stop, sit, and seek. I taught on that a long time ago. Go back to the podcast and pull it up. Stop, sit, and seek. What happens when life is happening? You stop. And hear me, for some, that may not be a hard stop in the middle of the road. But let me tell you, and sometimes it will be. Sometimes it will meet. I remember in other seasons, it was me going in the bathroom at my corporate job and just saying, Holy Spirit crying my eyes out and said, I need something to happen within an hour. I ain't take no lunch. Now, I need to cry out. And by the time I came out, things were happening. So we have to transfer ownership. When we get fit, we're getting focused on God's word. Y'all, and I wanted to share this because I needed someone to understand transparently. Like I said this one one moment and don't get me wrong it's not again by works oh i gotta pray oh i ain't acknowledge god oh i got listen you in your car talking to the lord you walking around cooking the kids dinner talking to the lord you could be in the, the grocery store talking to the lord so it's not about it's just knowing that in him you get your strength in him is your joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Your mind is renewed. There's peace, perfect peace. Not listen, it's a gift. The peace of God stands guard. When you read it in Amplified, it says stands guard. I thought about a 24 hour guard for a gated community. What happened? You got to acknowledge them to get in and get out. The peace of God stands guard over your heart and mind. So when we keep going, Again, like I mentioned, with those, even though we had the emancipation, there were slaves that were not free. It takes courage to live free. 
Yes, it takes courage to knowing all that you did, all that I've done, and the God of heaven still choose me to lead these clients. The Lord, he, he choose me to raise these kids and, and educate them, educate them like he choose me. It takes courage to know all you did not feeling equipped. Y'all think I'm playing. Like, I mean, I, when I applied myself, I did well. But in school, I specialized in speaking. Go figure. You know, talking, socializing. So it's like, Lord, you want me? My one son is like a walking encyclopedia. You know, and it's like, you want me? But he's like, I've already equipped you. It's not even about you. It's what I'm going to do through you. And so you get to just sit in his presence. You get to say, okay, God, what do you want me to do for this next upcoming year? That's what getting fit looks like. So as we go on, the other scripture that I wanted to leave you with is so good. Galatians 5. Y'all know I had to go there. Galatians 5. And the theme of Galatians 5 is walking in the spirit. And here's how it starts out. It was for this freedom that Christ set us free. Completely liberating, liberating us. Again, I'm talking about the courage to live free. Therefore, come on. This is where the tenacious has come out. Therefore, keep standing firm. And do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery, which once you were removed. Listen, spiritual freedom is living a thank you life and a want to life. It's not out of works. It's not, I got to do this. I ain't pray today. I need to read your, no, 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 no. It's, listen, I had a choice today. At the end of the day, I would have still been saved, loving God to say, God, I'm going to read this little devotion and go on and get on this thing. It, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Got on there, worked on the website. What I understood is one moment in God's presence could change the trajectory of my day. I could do that and go in and figure it out. Or I could do my best work and just begin to worship him. And you know what I began to say? Lord, I'm going to start crying. I feel the tears. I began to tell him, God, I love you. You're faithful. I feed on your faithfulness today. You was faithful to me in 96 when I was out of my mind rebellious, getting in car accidents. You was faithful to me in 99. I just started going through the years. You've been faithful to me. You were faithful. And so when I think about who you are and how good you've been, even this, it's a light affliction. The God, the house that I'm sitting in, that I only paid, y'all, we ain't gonna even go there. When, when you told me and I took you at your word and they saying you need 50,000, but the Lord said 1,700, that God. So when you begin to sit and sit and feed on his faithfulness, your problems start getting smaller and smaller. You're like, what, what I was here for again? Because a spiritual freedom begins to say, hold on. No, you're not going to confine me and bring these things in. No, I'm going to push on back through my praise. I'm going to lift my hands and tell you thank you. I'm going to push back and magnify the God of my salvation. The God who can do anything. The God who specializes in the impossible. Y'all, I'm feeling my hope right now. Listen, I begin to think about that. And so, whereas the first, the first answer was not bad. But what I recognize in the second answer is I could get a little bit more. I, I want to know what you know. What you know about this day? Which way should I go? Should, should it just go run? Do you want me to leave the website on? But here's what happened. While I was sitting there praising him and tears were coming, the best website developer ever had done text me and began to say, uh, website fixed. 
I went on and fixed the front page. I found the issue. Come on. When you magnifying him and minimizing your problems, he's taking care of it. And so y'all, a spiritual freedom, it, it recognizes that I just get to live, but I want to serve you. I want to just get in your presence. In you, I begin to tell him I hunger for your word. What do you want me to say? What do you want to say to me? I want, I told this, I said, I want to hear from you today. I don't want to talk. I want to hear from you. And so spiritual freedom is also when we have the courage to live free, it is walking at the pace of grace, meaning not a work works based mentality, but a relationship driven one. When you think about Abba father as your daddy, like think about it. I, I think about clients that I have and we have an appointment, right? And I've prepared for them and things have happened. And then they reach out to me and they say, Latrice, I'm so sorry. Such and such happened. I'm not like, well, I done prepared this. I don't care about your child. You need to show up to this. Like, that'll be the last time they, you know, it. no, I'm like, no problem. We can reschedule, right? Because it's a relationship with them. God not sitting up there like waiting on you just to beat you over your, he loves you. He wants you to come to him. He wants you to just lay your heart out to him and watch what he'll do. And so y'all, it's not about works. It's understanding grace and a relationship, a heavenly father who is just that he's a good, good father. He's a good, good, good father. And so then when we go on, I'm trying to get to the end, y'all, this was so good. Verse five, four, you have been severed from Christ. If you seek severed, like apart from Christ, if you seek to be justified, that is declared free of the guilt of sin and its penalty and placed in right standing with God through the law. You have fallen from grace for you have lost your grasp on God's unmerited favor and blessing. My God, don't let me lose my grasp on grace. For we are not relying on the law, but here's my part, y'all. But through the strength and power of the Holy Spirit, by faith, we are waiting confidently for the hope of righteousness, the completion of our salvation. And here's what I love to say. I can't even go there because that'd be a whole nother, that'd be a whole nother thing. But y'all know one of my messages that I love to teach is we have an un, un, fair supernatural advantage you know when I gave my life to the Lord at 19 I gave my life back in the day where you go to the altar and the mothers was down there and they were saying call on Jesus call on Jesus call. I, I one of them churches but then let me tell you something when, when I got up they said oh hold on the next thing you do you want the Holy Spirit see when I gave my life to the Lord they taught the Holy Spirit. Then, and they used to say, baby, you ain't going to make it without them because you can't do it in and of your strength. You not wise enough to keep yourself. You not wise enough to know that man you married to. You ain't wise enough. I know you birthed the children, but you don't know them. But oh, the Holy Spirit, he's real. And if you just receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, he'll guide you. You got to learn to hear and obey his voice. And so what does that look like? Y'all, I'm not going to go there, but y'all know how much that means to me because because I've seen in a marriage where we should have been at divorce court where I thought I was going to want to kill him and he probably wanted to kill me. But I no, I heard the Holy Spirit say, girl, shut up, shut, shut up and go kneel. Shut up and do your best work talking to me. Let me show you. I saw so many arguments that the Holy Spirit literally came in because I had limited view. Come on. So when you understand that, 
when you understand who the Holy Spirit is, y'all, as a wife, what? Come on. Ain't nobody trying to talk to Javier. I be like, oh, wait, hold on. Let me, I do, we do need to communicate because I be like, daddy, I be in there telling, sick him, Jesus. I ain't got to go through all of that. We are, uh uh. Hold on. I got somebody that know you better than you, honey. Let me tell my daddy. And then both times when I go down there, the Lord be showing me me. Girl, you wrong. Like, wait, with this prayer going wrong. I, I was saying that he needs, and the Lord said, nah, you need. When you understand the supernatural advantage you have in the Holy Spirit, I'm not going to even go there, as a wife, as a mom, as a business owner, what? So I, in my day, when I gave my life to the Lord, they taught us. Now, that's the first thing. I'm, baby, I'm glad you gave your life to the Lord. Now you need the Holy Spirit. He is the person that leads. He is the voice of God. He doesn't speak of his own. Come on. And so that's why this morning was so important. And I wanted to take time and come on and encourage you how the Lord encouraged me. The courage to live free. The courage. It takes courage to go in spite of. It takes courage to love when you hurt. It takes courage to forgive the unforgivable. It takes courage to wait. Did he say leave my job and do what now? Wait, did he say resign and do what? Start the bit and do what? Uh -huh. you, you want me to partner with this person? They don't even have no social media life. God said, but I've been having them over here hidden. See, you out there looking at them that's disingenuous and they got a million likes and they saying what they did. But this person over here, they've been in my face. They, they, I know them. And what you don't even know is they're prepared for you. When you go, they're going to give you all access. Come on. We don't even have, we have limited view, but the Holy Spirit can see. And so when we're talking about the courage to live free, y'all, you better come on and take this word. You got to go. That's why I think about it, Joshua. It says what? Be strong and very courage. Be strong because where we're going is going to take courage. It ain't going to be clear. But those that know their God will be strong and do exploits. When you know his character, when you recognize his hand, when you see, when I began to sit on that floor this morning and I thought back to 96 Latrice, when I thought back to Petty 99 Latrice, when I thought back mouth almighty wife Latrice, when the marriage was, honey, God did it. Won't he do it? Will he do it? All of them. And I sit here, what can he not do? Sometimes we got to hit our recall button and say, oh, I'm going. <laughs> though, what, what John said, though they slay me, yet will I trust him. Okay? So when we understand through the strength and power of the Holy Spirit, we have hope, y'all. So now... I want to get to this part of Galatians 5 and 6. For if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything, but only faith activated and expressed working through love. God wants obedience motivated by love to him. Like I said this morning, if I had just read a piece of my journal, went and finished doing what I needed to do to prepare for this, I, I would have still been saved. The Lord loved me. It's not about works. I recognize that in all my confusion, the best thing I could do was not continue to do work, but to sit with the one who called me to the work. Lord, and to be honest, I love to say fear is a natural emotion. 
We hear about fear. Don't be scared of fear. If you fearful, I'm fearful. Be honest. Now, what you can't do is stay there. You can't stay there. Fear will not be your dwelling place, your habitation. But fear is a real emotion. If somebody jumped from behind the door, you're not like, hey, you're the most CR. No, you're like, hey, girl, where you come from? It's normal. But we cannot stay there. So we recognize fear and we open the door to our faith. That's the courage to go in spite of. It may never change. Your husband may never change. What you going to do? You going to take that word and stay out of God's business. It's not for you to train him up. It's not for you to be his savior. No, you do your best work on the knees. And you begin to water that garden. God, I thank you that he's a mighty man of valor. I thank you that my, my husband is a man of strength, a man of passion, a man of courage. God, I thank you right now that fear, his, his faith will not fail. I thank you right now that his mouth speaks boldly the word of God. Shake that man in the spirit. I don't care what you see. And then those that know their God, you better know if you're praying like that, yeah, you're going to see hell. So you just laugh. And just say in your spirit, all right, mighty man of Allah, and go back in. Because guess what? The word of God will not return void. So hear me, the courage to live free. Y'all, this thing just blessed me this morning. And I kept saying, Lord, you sure you want me to go on? This feel like a good mindset Monday for next Monday. But Lord said, now, so I'm being obedient. But we want, he wants our obedience motivated by love. The Bible says that when you love him, you will obey him. And we have so many people. I love God. I love God. Don't, you don't, no, you don't. No, you don't. You ain't did the first thing. Okay. Like he just said, forgive. You won't even do that. But yet you're wondering the heaviness. Why you feel confined. Because you can't expect to get from him what you won't give. No, we are a representation of his love to the world. His love. When you were a, a full adulteress, okay, deaconess, everything, teaching the word of God by night, you know what you was doing, okay? We ain't gonna go there. And yet, he forgave. And now, you have the attitude, oh, I forgive, but I won't forget. No, 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 no. And so then you're confined. But we must have the courage to live free and know that we never lose when we are obeying God. We never lose. When we are obeying God, do you hear me? Never lose. I don't care what it looks like. You cannot lose. And so here's the last thing um, in verse 5, in Galatians 5, 7 through 8, it says, you were running the waist well. Y'all know I love that because I'm a runner. Who has interfered and prevented you from obeying the truth? This is Paul talking to the church. But here it is. This deceptive persuasion is not from him who called you to freedom in Christ. Now, this is Paul talking to the church, and he's like, now what is going on? He who, who is, and he talks about what's gonna happen to that person. But hear me in context of the courage to live fear, to live free. As a runner, especially me, I sweat like y'all see me on Instagram. I be looking scary. Listen, y'all know what it is, what it is. But when you're a runner and you're picking up mileage, mileage, you want to run light. I, I don't even run with water. I be thirsty. I just keep my debit card, go somewhere, get some water, keep going. I don't want to hold nothing. My phone, because it's your pace. You want to jog, you want to feel light. You don't want all this stuff. You don't want to feel weighed down. 
And if you run the race and you wore stuff, you just start throwing stuff off. You have literally seen runners like just stuff all on the side. Hear me in the spirit. What is holding you? Let it go. Hear me. Your past does not redefine the script that God wrote in the day when you were born. Psalms 139.16 says he knew all your days before you lived one of us. Your past don't redefine what God, I know, your, your crack mama, everybody, okay. It don't redefine. You are what God says you are. You can do what he says you can do. I love Philippians 4 and 13. I taught my son. That's one of his favorite scriptures. But a different version says, I can do all this. What is this? Because sometimes we think he called us the all the things. No, no, he not all the things. The things that for that season. We must understand our life in seasons, right? I can do all this. What is this that he's assigned your hand? Whether it's just forgiveness, whether, whether it's managing the money that he's giving you, whether it's homeschooling, whether it's just being married, you can do it. Okay, but here is what, oh, I have to read the message version. So the message version is so good. I want y'all to read it. Galatians 5. I'm gonna just jump to 5, 4 through 6, but you need to read the whole thing. It says, I suspect you would never intend to do this. And he's talking about, well, let me just go on and read the other part. It ain't gonna make sense. All right, Galatians 5, 2 through 3. I am emphatic about this. The moment any one of you submits to circumcision or any other rule-keeping system, at that mo same moment, Christ's hard-won gift of freedom is squandered. Here, this is what Paul is talking about, okay? Because in there, it was all about the circumcision. He like, it's not about the law. We have freedom in the spirit. He says, I repeat my warning. The person who accepts the ways of circumcision trades all the advantages of the free life in Christ for the obligations of the slave life of the law. I suspect you would never intend this, but this is what happens when you attempt to live by your own religious plans and projects. You are cut off from Christ. You fall out of grace. Meanwhile, we expectingly wait for a satisfying relationship with the spirit. He like the end word like that. For in Christ. Neither our most conscientious religion nor disregard of religion amounts to anything. What matters is something far more interior, faith expressed in love. It's about obedience out of love. It's just doing what he said, do and knowing that he has your back. So for real, for real, I'm closing. I just wanted to encourage you. Like I said, when I started out this morning, I got up and that's why I just wanted to be honest. I wanted to come on here and transparently show. I know y'all see me. You see the little logo, get fit, get fit, get fit. I don't wake up all the time fit. No, spiritually, mentally, physically. But what does it look like when that happens? What does it look like when your own, your own mind is a war ground. What does it look like when the reality is you are a mom and a wife and you're dealing with things and there's competing deadlines? For me, what I wanted to say is the courage to live free. And what does that courage look like? Freedom to me begins in the presence of God. I had a choice. But I said, I can go sit on here for another two hours with this background of this website or I can just kneel at my father's feet and say, I need you. I need you. I need you right now. I need you to lead and guide me. I need you to renew my mind. I need you to show me the priority of the day. I need you. And when I begin to do that, then I just begin to say, God, I want you. 
God, I, I want it. I want you to open up my heart to your word. And he gave me three passages. I started reading and the thing got so good. And then I had the courage to live free. And so I just want to encourage you today to live free. As I started out saying, when Jesus died and resurrected, that power, that same resurrecting power is in us. He already disarmed the enemy. So that voice that says, but if, and why? But if, what if is what God says? What if the debt can be canceled in 30 days? What if you just casting your net on the other side of that boat is about to break? What if what he really said is, and the enemy is always the one, I call him the dirty deeds, distract, discourage, detour, like everything you, that's what he does well. He is the author of confusion, the author of lies. But what if what God said he really means? And so we have to make a choice just like that prisoner that they get the, hey, they freed you, da, da, da. He could just sit there in the cell with the door open or he can choose to walk free and embrace a new life. And like I start out saying, it's not easy. You would think, oh my God, you been, you served 15 years and now you free. Aren't you excited? But all he's known is imprisonment. So the freedom of a sidewalk, the freedom to just sit in a restaurant, the freedom to pick up a fork, the freedom of work, the freedom to hope I make the right decision. It's not always easy, but that's why the word of God, the Holy Spirit, we need to read the word of God. And so nothing can take place of that. No podcast, no YouTube channel, nothing takes place in just sitting and allowing God to reveal his word of God. So feed on God's faithfulness. Live feed free from your past. Live free from fear, opinions. Be free from you. Some of y'all, listen, y'all need freedom from you. You, your problem. Child ain't nobody else. Ain't that man, ain't them children. Be free from you, okay? I, I'm gonna tell y'all how I can help y'all with that in a minute. My bishop said something, and I have been meditating on this. I'm going to put it on. I'm going to put it on everything today. I have replayed. I, when he first said it, I replayed it three times. This is what he said in Sunday's message. I was re-listening to Sunday's message. He said, fears are just today's lies about tomorrow's promises. Y'all, I don't know, honey. That blessed me good. Fear, fears are just today's lies about tomorrow's promises. Now, that don't mean nothing to you and it ain't good to you like me unless you know the scripture on that. I'm going to tell y'all. Here's what the scripture says. The promises of the Lord can be trusted. They are as genuine as silver refined seven times in the furnace. Y'all, that's in Psalms 12 and 6. So when you say that fears are just today's lies, here's the thing, the enemy already know. The promises of the Lord can be trusted. But here's what Psalms 145, 13 says. The Lord is trustworthy in all his promises and faithful in all he does. Can you get the all? The Lord is trustworthy in all his promises and faithful in all he does. So when you talk about, come on, fears are just today's lies about tomorrow's promises, this is why we must know the word of God. So then comes my favorite quote. Y'all already heard it. When I'm saying the courage to live free, why? 
because I did a teaching on this with my children for our homeschool. We were looking up missionaries and oh my God, Hudson Taylor, I wish I could meet him, but he, he long gone. But here is one of his quotes that it is like a part of my life. All our difficulties are only platforms for the manifestations of his love, power, and grace. Y'all, think about that. All your difficulties, everything you've been through, what you're dealing with right now, all our difficulties are only a platform. Think about a platform. You get up on the stage. God said, uh-huh, that pain, that embarrassment, that thing in your marriage that people whispering about. Oh, but sweetie, it's just a platform to show forth my love, to show forth my power, to show forth my grace. Come on. Come on, all our difficulties. I think about, I shared at Epic, my student loan. And I'm going to share this with you. I was telling my husband and I shared with my best friend how the enemy, even in a blessing, tried to confine me because I shared with some people, but then all of a sudden it was like a shame because the reality is my loans represented my past. I just didn't know. I lived off the loans. I, I made poor decisions. I, I didn't know. I didn't have a lot then. So it was like, yeah, I need a laptop. Put it on. Put it on the loan. Yeah. I mean, child, you could have bought 52,000 laptops, but I just didn't know. And so I remember in seasons just laying before God and saying, I'm sorry. And I repent. I didn't steward well, but you show me and I will honor you. And I even shared in some seasons that look like $5. But I was like, God, I'm going to obey you. But I getting fit is not overnight. Just like you've been eating Popeyes and pound cake and a good cert, you know, at 11 at night. And then you go to put on the pants. And you're like, what happened? Girl, you've been eating patty melts at 11 p.m. for the last two months. That's what happened, right? So it don't just come out overnight. Just because you show up to the gym. And declare that you're going to be a four. You got to put some work in. And sometimes that's what get fit is. It's not that God is not going to do it. But we still have to take him at his word. Sometimes he's refining us. He's making sure are we just in it because what we want. Or if he didn't change it. Are we still going to praise him? Are we still going to make blow up his name? And y'all I began to praise him. But that morning. That morning. I remember going in there praising God and y'all that notification came up and I just, it was like condemnation. And I said, uh, -uh. I said, I'm not under condemnation. That was the old me, but I know better now. And God, I thank you that if this is my debt, oh, you go. So this the check you're going to give the refund. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you got it. And I typed out my declaration by faith. I heard the voice of God say, type it out. I did. And I documented it. And I said, I'm waiting on a manifestation. Y'all know what I was waiting on. I really didn't. But what I did know is God had a million ways to do what I asked him. Hear me. He had a million ways. And so I began to just praise him in the moment and shift the atmosphere. And right there before I go, I just need somebody to know that. That sometimes the courage to live free. Sometimes your freedom is in your praise. The reality is your situation is what your situation is. I said this with my daughter and Olivia and our miracle story. What the doctors were saying was not a lie. Placenta accreta was real. Everybody, if you research it, they abhorred. So what they were putting the x-ray was not a lie. But that was true. But then I had the truth. Listen, 
The word of God is truth, honey. It trumps everything. So yeah, what they were sharing was true. But the word of God said, I would live and declare the works of the Lord. So you had to decide what you gonna, what you gonna do. So I began to press back. And so I pray sometimes the courage to live free is just the courage to shift. And if you're like me, sometimes when I'm in my feelings, I'm in my feelings. That's what my mama say. Mama be like, girl, you got to learn how to fake it. You don't even fake it. Like when I'm mad, I'm mad. When I'm happy, I'm happy. <laughs> it's like, it is what it is. But you got to learn how to code switch, right? And so the reality is for some of us, the courage to live free it's just to pray. I know, yep, the situation says that. Uh-huh, the bank account says that. The debt ratio says that. The husband is saying that. The divorce papers are on the table. The child is in the streets. But what God said, honey, put you on some music and shift the atmosphere because he is faithful. Did you hear what I said? The promises of the Lord can be trusted. The Lord is trustworthy in all his promises and in faithful in all he does. So if he doesn't turn it, he's still faithful. If it don't change, he's still faithful. And you know, that was the attitude I had for eight years. Oh, but on my way to Epic, I was in my garage praising. Child, I was in there giving them thanks. And I heard the voice of God say, check your email. So I checked my, I'm like, okay, but you know, I be trying to not be doing social media. I'm talking to you, love, but it was like, check the email. I checked the email, y'all. The email, I saw the student loan, but I said, oh, Lord, okay, well, let me see the number. Maybe the Lord giving me hope that, you know, it ain't as bad as what you think. Y'all, I put up that thing. It said paid in full. And honey, I done been crying. I, y'all, y'all know, you know, without my glasses is a serious issue. So I put my glasses on. I thought I was seeing things. Then I went to the thing and it said, you have a one time. $98,000. Yeah, let me tell you something. Y'all talking about wailing and weeping. I was, I couldn't barely get out the car. I was crying so hard. Two weeks. Why am I sharing that? Because he's faithful. God has a million ways to do. He just wants you to take him at his word. He just wants you to believe him with everything in you. But here's how the enemy still shrewd. This is why I share in this story. Because then as I began to share it with people, it was the, the guilt and the shame. Girl, you going to tell people you had that many loans and they, and then you be out here talking about debt free, like me, like yet he immediately tried to, he, he going to try to put me back in prison in the blessing. So I'm telling one of my friends and she said, so when you throwing your party, I said, what party? She said, your party. I said, come on. I hear you God through her. That thing clicked because I had always wrote out that when we pay off our mortgage, I was having a big party. So I said, oh, I got you. I will throw a party for this loan. And y'all, it is. It's at the end of the month. I'm having a, a whole party, cake and everything. for Because here's what I want God to know. Oh, I'll go all out. It, 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 I don't care what it is. I'm going to celebrate you for the 9098 980000 You're going to get my praise all day. But I wanted to show you how shrewd he is because he tried to make me feel like you you should be shamed. I wouldn't tell nobody what. Just tell people you had a blessing. No, I had $98,000 of debt and student loans and God eradicated it. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. I'm not fixing to let the enemy be because someone needs to know what that looks like. Someone needs to know that God is faithful. And that if you just do what you have, what he told you to do, just obey. He can do the impossible. So that is the last, uh, let me see, make sure. Oh, 
And this is the last thing I was going to tell you. I know the last, last. I feel like a preacher. Like, you know, they be talking about 13 times they're going to close. But I'm closing for real. When you are walking in the spirit, there is a freedom because the Holy Spirit is your God. And I said this before, um, hear, listen, and obey. Um, but here's what I want to say with that. I want to give this a natural reaction to why I said what I said in the beginning of why I stopped this morning in the midst of everything. Sometimes when we're talking about hearing, listening, and obeying in a season of being courage, courageous to live free, you do have to stop. And how the Holy Spirit gave me to explain this to you all is we've all, um, had GPS on in our car and you know how you get up on the thing and but right when it announced the turn you done already you like oh man and so sometimes it's easy right to just whip it around and what does it do it just reroute you it either or it'll tell you on this next street turn and it's going to get you but depending on where you are if you are out of town or let's say you missed the exit on a freeway right there's a higher cost hear me so in those times, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I just pull on over. I'm like, nah, I'm going to wait for you to reroute because it's too far to go to be the wrong route. Or maybe it's like I'm within two, but that next exit is about 75 miles. That's an hour and a half of my time. Now I'm going to just pull on over and let it reroute. Hear me. In some seasons, as you're going, hear, listen, obey, it just reroute. It'll tell you this street over. But in other seasons, it's a cost. You got to stop, hear me in the spirit, pull over and wait. That's what it means to hear, listen, and obey. Some things we hear, what you said? But then that listen gets intently. It's a quietness. It's a, hold on, I don't even want to go in the, in the prayer closet today with music. I need to hear you. I need silence. I just need an instrumental. I don't need nobody to sing. I need to listen intently, right? And so hear me in the spirit. Some things we have to stop. And sometimes we're constantly trying to figure out the why we're at, but we won't stop. You got to stop. Yes, God is faithful. Yes, you can courageously go and he knows how to reroute us. But some things he wants us to stop and know that we got to stand still for a minute. Stop moving. Stand still. Be willing to put the phone on. Do not disturb. Be willing to shut down social media. Stand still so you can see and hear so that you can Listen and obey. So, last scripture, same one. Psalms 145.13. That's all I have, y'all. And here's the thing. I, so, for those that ask, I am going to put that little mindset Monday up. It was like 13 minutes and I look scary. But you know what? I ain't going to let the enemy, I ain't going to let him deter me. I'm going to obey. I'm going to put it up because it was a little word for y'all coming right out the epic. But here's what I wanted to tell you that I said on there. For those of you that emailed me, yes, I will extend what I said in my class, the epic deal, till Monday. And the website says Monday. Till Monday, you can still be part of the Get Fit Boot Camp. Three months, September, October, November, we're meeting for 90 minutes. And y'all, I ain't playing. Now listen, if you have any harm and you like, girl, mm, I might not be the coach for you. I might not be the person. This is for those who are in a season of radical obedience. You ain't nobody going to be uh, doing. I ain't trying to knock those that do your vision, boys. We're not doing that in January. You know the word. You have notes. You got books of notes. You have not implemented or activated. Okay. You don't need another word. You don't need another vision board. You need to move in what he said do. In other words, you need to get fit. 
focused, intentional, and tenacious. So if that is you, you can go to latricebartley.com. You'll see it under um, Get Fit Price. You can select to be a part of the boot camp, $500 because it is required because I ain't playing with y'all. I love you, but I ain't playing with y'all. Uh, and then it can be billed monthly or you can pay the full thing. Three months, 90 minutes. We ain't playing. Every, we're meeting one month, once a month on Saturday and you'll get the schedule. And listen, I am so excited about what we're going to do together because I don't know about y'all, but December, honey, come December, I'm operating in January and December, really October. Let me tell you how my life is set up. My life is set up to where we can just write just, I want in October to know everything for the next year. Just write that check. Mm -hmm. Just got what you do. Start a quarter, not in January. So if you want to join, you're ready to radically obey. You know it's time. You know that God has called you to be fit. Why? Because like I say all the time, it's not even about you. It's what God wants to do through you. It's what God wants to do Um it's what's attached to you. And I had to learn that. You know, that's what God confidence. We hear that all the time. But at the end of the day, y'all, the Bible, I keep saying that it's not a cop out. Like if you network with the word of God, that's a whole that's a whole strategy. I, every business that I have came from the word of God. I kid you not. I could show you paper. My house, the word of God homeschooling, leaving my job, and I shared this, and then I'm getting off, and I have not shared this with many, really only my, my circle knows, my circle of influence, but when I left my job, like the biggest raise of that time, not only did I get the biggest raise, I would have been vested, those of you that know what vested means, you know what vested means, three months, the Lord said, Walt, I remember people from the back end calling me San Latrice, like, they gonna let you go, they'll let you go home, just stay home, collect your coins, girl, like, don't leave this money, and here's what God said in prayer, he said, I said, walk, you're gonna take me at my word, I will give you vested, what I'm gonna do for you, vested ain't got nothing on, y'all, my, my mama, y'all know mama Faye now, my mama, like, she pray away, mama's like, baby, do you know what vested means, <laughs> I was like, I am very well aware, of what I'm leaving on the table. But I got to take God at his word. So I'm not just saying this. I'm telling you what I know. But when I tell you that in, without a job, that, that corporate job, oh, I could have got this house three times over. Like, it would have been nothing, right? But to take God at his word when I had left my corporate job and then God said, go out and get the dream home and to watch him faithfully faithfully from every step. Now, did I get it all at once? No, as I went. And that's what we have to know as you go. You have to obey. Some of you are sitting here and you're like, I, I know the Lord and I'm gonna do what he told me to do when. he It ain't no when. It's radically obey now. And yet sometimes that look like you get to the door and you like, uh, and then it opens. It is like that because it's about a faith walk. It's impossible to please God without faith. And so he's building that trust relationship. So anyway, I ain't going to tell y'all all my stuff, but that's it. If you want to be a part of it, it starts in September. You can go to Latrice, L-A-T-R-E-C-E, um, Bartley.com. And y'all know I don't have 
like my glasses god bless me let me see who i can't hardly see i see oh lord i'm in trouble y'all right after i get off this i'm calling my big sister she gonna beat me celeste on here celeste i talked about my morning and why i haven't called you mm -hmm. but this is why i'm in here pouring to the people of god she gonna be like uh-huh just call me uh moses on here stina y'all i can't see I don't know some people y'all pray for my eyes god is gonna heal my eyes i'm dead serious no for real y'all pray one of the side effects i don't even like to voice it because i'm like the devil is a whole liar but many of you know my daughter's situation placenta creed i fought for her life so there were two side effects death or and that i would have vision loss and i had significant vision loss like not even two months after i had just gotten new glasses and i could barely see to change her and i thought i was going crazy i was like i can't see i just got new glasses and my doctor was like what is happening and it was a side effect so i have been standing on the word of god that he's a healer last i checked he's jehovah rapha the god that healeth thee and i'm like god you can do anything but with that said you know if i don't speak if i don't say it's probably because i can't see but it look like i see but i i pray something i said encourage you all um I can't see everybody, but um, to just, that's, that was my message. Um, the courage to live free. Just live free. Disarm. And you do it through the word of God. You do it through the word of God. And I just wanted to share that transparently. That sometimes it's a fight to sit. And just allow the word of God to feed and fuel our faith, to feed us. And we're worried about all the things that we have to get done. And the Lord is like, but if you put me first, I'll work out all those other things. So that's all I wanted to say. The courage to live free. Pray I said something to bless y'all. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey y'all, it's Latrice here. Listen, I just want to share this message of encouragement. I know it's not Monday. You'll hear as I get ready to let you go into today's encouragement, the courage to live free, um, that I forgot to upload. Mindset Monday It's one of those days. Y'all, I've been traveling and it's been a lot. But here is what I want to tell you from the offset. For some of you that have reached out about the epic deal, yes, you can go to latricebartley.com and I will put a link in this episode. I am extending the Epic Conference deal until Monday. So those of you that were not at the Epic Conference and you're like, Latrice, what are you talking about? Listen, I am going to start a Get Fit Bootcamp in September. We will meet for 90 minutes, one Saturday a month. Your schedule will be in uh, emailed to you. We will be meeting September, October, and November. And this is what I said to my group. And I will say to you, it is time to radically obey. This is a season of hear, listen, and obey. 
And if you are kind of hemming it on or you don't know, maybe if I'm the person for you, I would tell you to read my bio and maybe go over to the YouTube channel or even explore some of these podcasts and you'll know if I'm for you. And guess what? It's really okay because I know that I'm not for everyone, right? Um, it's just like choosing bread and cereal, right? We all have our brand. But what I do know is I'm serious about getting focused, intentional, and tenacious. And if you are not ready, if you you are ready to activate, to radically obey, to rapidly implement. Hear those adjectives. I'm serious, y'all. We are not going to be uh, doing the vision boards in January. No, you don't need another word. You don't need another conference. You know all the things. Some of you have not activated the last word the Lord gave you. So it's time to get focused, to elevate God's word, be intentional. We are not going to just hear another word. Word, but we are going to do what God has told us to do and be tenacious, okay? And that's what today's episode in a lot of ways is about, the courage to live free from fear. So if that's you, I just wanted to grab you from the offset before we hear. I am going to talk about it at the end. You can head over to latricebartley.com, go to Get Fit, and you will see the little, uh, you can select it does require a $500 deposit, or you can pay the $1,500 up front, but you will have to pay a deposit and then you will receive a survey. And then listen, I'm excited. We're going to get fit. Now, here's what I do know. I, Latrice Bartley, am going to get focused, intentional, and tenacious with you or without you. But I would love for you to join me because I don't know about you. It's not even about us, y'all. It is what God wants to do through us. It is about who is attached to us. And so I am in a season where, honey, I am moving full speed ahead. I am not thinking. I am not going to even doubt what God says. I will believe and I will walk by faith. So if you want to join me, let's get fit in September. All right. Now for today's encouragement. Are you ready? I know this is going to bless you. I want to encourage you how God encouraged me, which is the courage to live free. Bye.